Welcome to our first ever snowboard podcast. I'm the host. I'm Steve, and across from me is Jenna. She's been uh, working at Summit for 10 years. She's been a buyer for four years. So, Jenna, say hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Uh, okay, so you uh, you are a snowboarder, and how long have you been snowboarding for? I've been riding for, geez, I think about 13 years now. So it's gone, gone by really fast. So when it comes to buying snowboards, you should know a thing or two about it. Hope so. How often did you get to ride this year? You know, I, I'm not sure how many days. Um, haven't really been counting. I've been just trying to get out as much as possible. Um, but I feel like I got a lot of good quality days in at a lot of different locations. Okay. And overall, how, long, how many years? You said 13 years. Yep. All right. Um, and what were some of the best places that you've you've snowboarded this year, maybe? And maybe, I guess, overall in the previous years? Um, you know, I've been fortunate to make it out to, uh, this year I made it out to the Canyons and Brighton and Utah. Um, was out in Vail, Beaver Creek, and Winter Park in Colorado. Um, but to be honest, quality-wise, um, I actually got some better snow days out here in the Midwest. Just, you know, I had gotten out west kind of early in the season. Snow was a little rough. Um, so, you know, been fortunate to get out all over, um, you know, last couple of years got out to, uh, Stevens Pass out in Washington. Uh, that's different snow out there. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot wetter, heavier snow. So, all right. Um, and, uh, what kind of snowboard, what, what snowboard do you ride on? Or do you have a variety of snowboards that you choose from? I have a few. Um, my go-to though right now has been the GNU B Pro, um, with the ride fame bindings and the ride cadence uh, focus boa boots. I uh, just feel, for, Oh, go ahead. I was saying for somebody who doesn't really know much about those, can you tell us a little bit about those? Sure. Those, I guess, snowboards, boots, and bindings once again. Yeah. Uh, the B pro I'm, I really like because it's a hybrid story. So you've got rocker and camber, which kind of gives you the best of both worlds, um, in terms of both play as well as edge hold. You've also got magnet traction on there. So that's if you look down the side of the board, it almost has, it looks like it has a wavy sidewall to it. And what it does is it actually gives you more contact points with the snow. Um, but I guess in layman's terms, what I really like about the board is that I feel confident kind of everywhere on the mountain with it. I feel like I can play and jib when I want to, but at the same time I have edge hold um, and can cruise at higher speeds and it's not going to chatter on me. So for me, um, it's my go-to board because I'm confident on it. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid of hitting a patch of ice or something because I know I have that extra edge hold. Okay. And what kind of overall that, that snowboard boot and binding package, would you say advanced? Yeah. Advanced? Yep. Yeah. That would be, um, more your high performance ladies package right there. Okay. Um, again, you are the snowboard buyer for snowboards.com and for skis.com. Um, what do you look for when you're buying a snowboard? Uh, for myself or for, uh, in terms of everyone else? I guess, um, what would be your, your ideal board to pick from? And, uh, I guess then how do you, how do you make that kind of universal for what everybody else might be needing? Yeah. I mean, it's when you're buying, I guess, for a company like this, um, I think the the first thing you've kind of got to learn is that just because it's not something you would like or you would ride doesn't mean it's not going to sell to the consumer. So um, I just really try to get in the, the head of the consumer, try to take a lot of what I've learned from working in our shops and kind of combine it with my own instinct and my own perception of uh, some of the technology that's out there, you know, you've got to kind of look at what's new and what's hot, but also what's tried and true. And it's a good buy, I think, is a mixture of all of that. So, okay. what, uh, 
I guess what 2013 snowboards made an impression on you? So I guess this this past season, maybe going a little bit into next season. Um, you know, I, I've written a lot of different models for next year. Um, there's a lot of different individual models, I guess, that um, had some really nice features. But overall, some of the big things that I've noticed for next year is that um, Burton has taken their channel and their channel is on almost all of their boards now. So um, for those of you who aren't you know, familiar with the channel system, rather than the normal four hole on a normal board or the three hole that Burton used to provide in terms of mounting your bindings, you've got a channel that runs down the middle of the board. And what that does is um, it really allows you to kind of get a lot more feel on flex out of the board um, if you're using the bindings that go along with it. Uh, just it overall increases the performance, increases the response of the board um, because you're not getting the dead spot that a plate of a binding usually would give you. So that used to be found on their higher end boards. They've now brought it down to everything in the line other than their bottom of the line model. So bottom oh, of the line meaning beginners or yep, okay. uh, just their entry level model that they keep uh, kind of at a good price point for those getting into the sport. Um, they've also on their um on their bindings on their disc bindings so they've actually made everything reflex which means the, the disc of the binding is actually a little bit different than a disc of a normal binding in that um the 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 disc itself has a lot more flex to it um again kind of transferring that energy and that feel better to your board uh in terms of a specific board though the yeah. k2 highlight was one of my favorites this year and that's and that is available now or is that coming up available 2013 2014 that'll be the model i was um referring to will be available 13 14, 13, 14. So next year um but what's cool about it is it's it uses k2's new backcountry shaping uh, so it's got this real flat elongated nose and tail on it it looks like something you just want to take in powder yet it performs great on groom trails as well um, you know, I felt more comfortable in, in trees and everywhere on the mountain than I have in a long time on some of the other boards. And it just, it very stable, very comfortable, um, kind of easy to make the little adjustments in the trees yeah. with it and floats well in powder as well. Is that a board that you can, uh, take over to the park or is it just strictly kind of, you want to stay uh, where the trails are? Yeah, it's more something that you're going to want to um, keep on groomers as well as um, into some of the deeper snow. You know, if you're doing any backcountry riding, that kind of stuff. It's not really a park board by any means. It's a stiffer board. Um, but the, the real flat nose and tail are kind of fun to do presses and butters on. Um, just not something you're going to really take and hit a bunch of rails and stuff with. Okay. Do you have, um, I know this is throwing one at you. Sure. Do you have uh, a park board? That uh, that you're excited to see. Um, you know, I always, I always really enjoy um, the GNU Be Nice. Um, I actually have that as kind of my playboard. Um, personally, I like to either ride something really stiff or really soft, depending on the day and depending on what I'm planning on riding. Um, and the Be Nice is a very soft, flexing, rockered board. Um, what I like about it is that for as buttery and soft as it is, it still has magnet traction, so you still can take it outside of the park and actually have edge hold. Um, but there's a lot of boards out there that, you know, it's everything's different now in that you used to have your really distinct entry-level all-mountain boards, and now there's sort of it's a blurred line between um, all-mountain, all-mountain freestyle, and mm -hmm. a lot of the entry-level to mid-level boards are kind of made to learn and progress on all over the mountain or in the park. 
um, if you're looking for something soft flexing. So. Right. Okay. Well, it is. Uh, it's spring, but it really doesn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I know for for us skiers and snowboarders. Um, but I know people who went skiing this past weekend. Again, this is the last week of March. Uh, what kind of stuff is there on uh, skis.com and snowboards.com that you could uh, that you could recommend while uh, I guess while there's deals still out there? Yeah, I mean, right now is actually an excellent time to buy a ski or a snowboard um, because you know we've had we've had two late winners this year and last year, mm-hmm. um, meaning that the selection is actually excellent. Usually, you get around to this time of the year and the deals are great, but it's very picked through. This year, it's not the case at all. Um, we still have an excellent selection of men's, women's, kids, pretty much anything you'd be looking for. We still have it at the deals that you would find on any other year. But um, again, now you have a great selection as well. Um, in terms of packages, you know, we've got a lot of stuff packaged up on the site. Um, so if you're not really sure what, you know, what board goes with what boot and binding, all the work's sort of done for you there. You can use the filters and look at um, things in terms of use, you know, all mountain or freestyle, as well as um, ability. So beginner, intermediate, advanced. You can definitely get an advanced package that um, will give you high-performing, high-performance items that are meant to go to uh, together. Okay. And then, uh, I guess, going back to the... Uh the 2013-2014 season, uh, any major technological differences that you're seeing? Well, the interesting story that's kind of new, I guess, is technically an old one. Um, in the last, I'd say, five, six years, everything's moved towards Rocker. You know, Rocker's great technology, um, but, you know, you've got a lot of riders out there that still want camber, and we're seeing a lot of the brands start to reintroduce camber into a new, um, in a new way. So... You know, I think in the next year, I know in the next year, and I think as the years kind of go, we'll find, um, you know, K2 is doing something that they call lifted, where it's almost like a real flat camber. Um, but it's bringing that performance, that pop that camber had to offer back into the market where Rocker's been the story for the last, you know, like I said, five, six years, it's been Rocker, Rocker, Rocker. Then we kind of move towards hybrids. Hybrids are still great, but there still is a need for um, a pure cambered board out there. And we're seeing vendors sort of rebrand that okay for uh the beginner who is not aware of rocker versus camber so um, yeah go ex- please explain sure so um the benefits of camber uh versus rocker well okay let's let's go back when boards first came out uh everything was cambered in that if you put a board flat on the ground you'd see it gently kind of arc up um from the tip and the tail um you had your contact points up near the tip and the tail. And then from there in the middle of the board, like I said, it would kind of rise up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Rocker is the reverse of that. So rocker was almost a U shape that the middle of the board sat flat on the ground, um, where the nose and the tail, the contact points of the board actually rocked up off the snow. Uh, what rocker's done is it's really made it easy for people to learn. Uh, they're mm-hmm. not catching their edges as much. They're easy. They're, they're able to easily kind of slide those turns um, where before on a cambered board, that response, that kind of that, that pressure was causing them to catch their edges. So it's made, um, it's made it a lot easier for people to learn the sport, I think. 
So you're saying that if 10, 15 years ago I took a snowboarding lesson and I did not have a good time, maybe it's time to take another crack at it? You know what? I think it'd be worth a shot. Um, and it's the same thing that we tell people who used to be on old straight skis and are now, you know, haven't been on a shaped ski yet. It just it makes things a lot easier. Um, not to say that, again, there's no place for camera because there absolutely is. Um, but it really in that entry-level board um, – it definitely helps, you know, and, and some brands are kind of taking it to the extent now where the board doesn't have a ton of rocker to it, but it's simply uh, lifting the contact points up out of the snow just to make it, again, kind of an easier transition, you know, to um, learning how to turn. Okay. Okay, so um, we mentioned some technological uh, advances over the last couple of years. Um, say a snowboarder has been riding on the same board for five years. It works well. They like it. Should they buy a new one and why should they buy a new one? So again, kind of, we just talked about how, um, you know, for the entry level rider, you know, things of things, technology has been really updated in the last couple of years, really to help you learn and progress. Um, same thing goes for the intermediate level rider to the advanced level rider. Um, you know, if you started off five years ago, got that entry level board five years, go down the road, you're a lot better rider, hopefully than you were yeah. when you started. <laughs> um, but you, a lot, you know, you get on a board that's maybe a little bit stiffer, has some more response to it, and it's going to make you a better rider. You're going to be able to ride a little bit faster, a little bit harder. You're not getting that chatter that you were on maybe your entry-level board. Um, things have changed. You know, the products are lighter. I mean, God, you look at boots from five, six years ago, and they just look huge and bulky compared to now, you know, mm -hmm. what you'll see. And bindings have changed. The straps have gotten so much better and more responsive and more comfortable um, you know, everything's just updated to help your experience be better, to help you ride longer um, and more efficiently. You know, it's all about the efficiency of how you're transferring your energy. Um, you know, and the newer product helps you do that, helps you get more, uh, better feel of your board, better control of your board. Um, and again, when you get on that new equipment, you'll find yourself riding a little bit better, progressing a little bit more. Um, you know, and that goes to say for any type of rider, as well as, you know, any disciplined rider, you know, somebody in the park or just somebody who likes to cruise, you're going to be more confident. Okay. So basically, if uh, if you were new five years ago... It's time. It's time. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And Even if you were kind of beginner intermediate, it's probably time just because you've, you've taken that board as far as you can... As far, as far as it would go. Exactly. And boards do lose energy and pop over time. Um, you know, you do wear a board out, even if it cosmetically looks fine, you know, you are going to kind of break it down after a while and it's going to lose that energy and response that it had. Okay. Um, real quickly, do you have any, I guess, general snowboarding tips? You know, for those that are just starting out or thinking of just starting out, um, definitely take a lesson and don't give up. Um, you know, it's easy to say, oh, my friend, my friend snowboards, he can teach me how to ride. Um, you know, I've been riding for 13 years. I've attempted to take people out and teach them. And it's just, it's very tough. An instructor knows kind of the little tricks. Um, they remember what it's like to be at that point where you may not know or they, may not remember at this point. And they have a steady stream of people who have no idea what they're doing coming through. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. They know what to tell you to do. That's going to help you kind of learn and progress. Um, and don't give up, you know, the, the first couple of days of riding can be a little rough, you know, and, um, eventually it just kind of clicks. I remember exactly where I was the first time that I could link my turns, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's something that 
you get beat up a little bit at first and then it finally it just sort of sets in and it's easy to progress. You know, it's a different learning curve than skiing. For example, skiing, you're probably going to make it down the hill without falling the first time you get out there. Um, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> but, but then it takes a little bit more time to become a good skier. Right. Um, snowboarding, it's a little bit rougher of a transition, but then it kind of clicks and it's easier to sort of fine tune your style after that. Um, and if it's, if it's something that, you know, you're concerned about falling or concerned about those rough couple first hours, um, there's a lot of protective products out there. There's wrist guards, there's helmets. You should be wearing a helmet. Everyone should be wearing a helmet. Right. Um, but you know, wrist injuries are one of the most common in snowboarding. Getting a good pair of wrist guards or gloves that have it integrated into them is always a good idea. Okay. Cause you're falling either back on your butt or forward on right. your wrists. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And you, there are um, butt pads and all that kind of stuff too, that if you really want to, you know, make sure you're Just go after a good powdery snow. And there you go. <laughs> you might be okay. And that's why actually, that's why spring riding is a great time to learn and keep progressing is the snow soft. So, really? um, you know, it's, it's a little less frustrating, I guess, but again, get yourself into a good lesson. Um, that really kind of sets you up to succeed. So, okay. So then there's still plenty of time this year to ride, especially if you're probably near the Rocky mountains. I know Colorado just got hit with a foot or so of snow. Absolutely. And, I mean, uh, even up North here in Michigan, it's, they're still getting, uh, they're still getting it. Spring, so. I mean, spring's great because the rates are a lot cheaper. Um, the lines are a lot shorter. You know, there's not as many people there. Um, it's more comfortable because the weather's, you know, a lot more mild, mm -hmm. warmer. You don't have to bundle up quite as much. And yeah. especially if you're learning, it's a great time to get out there in more of a comfortable setting. Okay. So over at skis.com and snowboards.com, we have a spring clearance as of all, well, as of this recording, you get, um, there's some stuff up to 50% uh, off. Mm -hmm. And then $99 snowboards, and I thought that had to be a misprint. Is that a misprint? It is not. Um, what these boards are is we kind of look at them as a good way to get people out there. Um, they're usually um, a lesser-known brand. <clears throat> they're soft-flexing. They're forgiving. They're just, you know, they're better than getting... Um, then going out and spending a bunch of money on rental equipment, mm -hmm. you know, you go three, four times and you could have bought your own equipment. It's great to learn on something consistent. So a board that you know how it's going to perform time after time, it's yours, you get comfortable with it. Um, now these are beginner boards, you know, this mm -hmm. is something that, you know. So you probably wouldn't benefit from the $99 board. No, you, if you get a more aggressive rider on these boards, um, they're going to find that it doesn't have the power and the response that they want. It's right. going to chatter at higher speeds. You know, this is simply to get people, give people an inexpensive way to get into the sport. And that's the trouble that, um, you know, we have is that it's, it can tend to be, um, you know, more of an expensive sport mm -hmm. and giving people the opportunity to get into it for lower prices really helps them fall in love with the sport. Right. With that, yeah. Why spend money renting every, you know, sure. you, sp you spent one season renting and you're $99 in pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. You could have easily bought your own equipment. So again, it kind of helps you, it helps you get out there, try out the sport, you know, and then as you progress, then it's, you know, you'll want to step up to, um, you know, something a little bit more advanced at that point. Right. Okay. So, uh, want to tell everybody go to facebook.com slash snowboards.com and the dot is D O T com. Like us there. Um, go to facebook.com slash skis com. 
Tell her to like over at skis.com. And, of course, Twitter is at snowboards underscore com and at skis dot spelled out D-O-T C-O-M. Um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, thank you very much, Jenna. Thank you, Steve. This has been a, a fun first podcast. And everybody out there, stay tuned for more. <laughs> <laughs>